Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 2 Episode 8, it is called Women's Work. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. I don't know if I ever saw a camaraderie between June and Serena Joy quite to the extent that we had in this one. No, it's funny, this, this did not go down the way we were expecting it last week. No, because I think we expected at least an episode with Commander still away, whilst we developed this kind of working relationship between them. Yeah, but it kind of just happened off screen, and, yeah. and we're at the end of that relationship now. Yeah, because presumably, presumably it's been a few weeks of him recovering, and or months even, I at one point they even say months. Um, well, I mean, it, it can't be uh, months, months, right? Because, you know, she, she's still pregnant. She's still pregnant. What, what was she at the last episode? Like reasonable amount right yeah i mean she has looked big now i mean she's definitely gotten bigger since the last episode she does yeah, yeah. Uh, i know he says oh no you've been helping for months but i wasn't sure if that meant she'd been doing some stuff you know before oh, okay, as yeah. well because you know she she says you you've had me read over stuff before and i think what's more impressive is there was a point in this episode where otherwise otherwise yeah i thought I, I, I was i was rooting for serena right but there was a moment before the scene, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you, you feel sympathetic. Yes, there's a moment in the build-up when I realised what he was probably about to do. Right, it's when he started looking at the Bible. He started quoting from the Bible, and I'm like, and he pulls out the chair. And I'm like, there was a point here where I'm like, you know what, Serena, just stab him, grab one of the <laughs> pens, stab him in the neck, <laughs> um, and I think. We've talked a lot about how she, like, at times must feel some kind of regret or guilt. In fact, I mean, not not to put a, a joke into a very serious moment, but when she realised what he was about to do to her, all I could think of was Joel from Arrested Development saying, I've made a huge mistake. Because, obviously, she's she's surrounded, and there's been little hints of her noticing that, hey, maybe, maybe it kind of sucks that I kind of helped regress society to this point. Um... But because there's all hints of it in this episode as well, when when she um, when when Commander comes home and when Waterford comes home, and they did a little line up where everyone's there, and I love how June was kind of like just slugging, you know, just leaning against the, the wall up at the window, just yeah. not caring. Um, and Serena doesn't even give her any trouble; she just kind of like, oh, come on, June, or, or offered yeah, rather, yeah. June. and uh, it gets a lot more overt when she requests help. Yeah, or even before that though, when when she brings. Um, when she brings you know, Waterford into his office, right? So, oh, it's just the way you left it. Because obviously at the start of the episode, we saw that they were listening to music. Uh, June kind of even, like, like, oh, do you miss working? Like, you know, kind of try to open up, you know, build yeah. up a little bit of a bridge. And Serena gave the, 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 the sort of the, the basic response of, oh, well, it's one of the sacrifices to be, you know, back in God's good graces. Pause. But I do really hate knitting. I can't stand it. Um, and it was this honest, open thing. Like, Serena just told her a secret. <laughs> she just told yeah, her how she feels I, about I'm, something. I'm not sure I'd go as far as to say there's a, a friendship. Yeah, that, that feels too strong. The friendships... But, for, yeah, I, I don't think that's the right word to describe this. It's funny, because I think there's been multiple episodes this season where I've said, I don't care what they try and do. I, I've, I've been told time and time again not to trust Serena Joy, right? They have proven to me, especially in the season one finale, when she took her to see Hannah... That entire scene, right? It's yeah. impossible. I felt like it was impossible to ever, ever be really hopeful or sympathetic when it came to Serena. But 
honestly, after this episode, like, I can almost kind of envision not hating her. Like, I can. You can, you can see it. You can see the the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Um, and more more impressively, I can see June not hating her. Like, yeah. it's almost like June understands her a little bit better. And even though, don't get me wrong, Serena Joy has made some threats and done some awful things that, you know, she must atone for. Like, she is not innocent at all. But after the scene, and we'll, we'll get to the scene in a bit, but afterwards when she's looking at her, like, you know, her, her ass in the mirror and just like, you know, this, this emotional scene, and uh, June comes up to the door and she comes up to the door and she says, you know, Mrs. Waterford, can I help you with that? And, and then when she doesn't get much of a response, she actually calls her Serena. So she, she yeah. uses her first name, but you know, a bit of a... And Serena almost on instinct, like she's crying, it's clearly hitting her, but she almost an instinct of hearing her name knows that like, she's supposed to, you know, assert her dominance again. She's like, uh, go back to your room, Alfred. Like, so she, she goes very motherly, but then she breaks down even more. Yeah. But the fact that June cared enough and wanted to try and help after witnessing the, let's just call it what it is, the spanking, you know, I don't think at the start of the season, June would have went to have seen how she was or tried to help her. Or no, I, I'm sure she probably still hates her. Even that feels maybe a strong after this, right? But she definitely hates her less. I mean, I think the way it's really sum up is that after this episode, she seems less of a monster and more of a greatly flawed human being. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've bonded over something, as as silly as that seems. And, I mean, Serena even gives her a present. Gives her the music box. Yeah. Um, And then later on, Serena comes in to ask for advice. Like, she, she comes in to talk to her about... Oh, so because obviously the big plot of this episode is that uh, baby Angela, slash Charlotte, uh, ha- is, is sick. And, of course, Janine freaks out when she finds out about this, but... And we hear, and uh, hell, even when June finds out, she goes to Serena and says, uh, she notices she looks a bit concerned, says, oh, is everything okay? Like, she, she sounds kind of concerned, like she kind of cares. Yeah. Um, if I, one of the things I wanted to mention as well, when uh, she first shows uh, Commander back into his office, and he's like, oh, so I've, I've set up your schedule and I've looked over, and I did a first draft of something for you. Uh, and he's like, I'll look at it later. He's like, oh, do you want, want me to help with that? And, and he just gets up and he makes this hand motion of like, no, no, get out of my room now. Yeah. Like, I'm it's back. Just a, a shoe. Yes, get away. Like, you're not supposed to be working on this. Go away. Yeah. Um, so, but now there's all these little moments where I'm like, this feels like there's kind of a respect building between June and, and Serena. Yeah, you have to see, obviously, um, Serena suggests the, the, the doctor, who happens to be a woman and is now a Martha, to, to the commander. She's like, hey, you know, you should, you should use this. She's probably the best bet. And he shoots her down, and you have that scene afterwards where she's telling June, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I, I tried, and you know, there's nothing we can do about it." And it feels really genuine in that moment. Yeah, it feels like it feels like she's someone. It feels like she confides in June multiple times this episode, and June feels that like she can kind of open up and not play the strict handmade rule book at all times. Yeah, no, even like you know, like you say, the the music box. Last season, that was a an, you know a malicious act with what yeah. she did with that. Whereas here, it's not. It's genuine kindness. Yeah, and I think the big comparison is from a couple of episodes ago, when she asked to go see Hannah, and Serena just got really mad and like shot her down, and like that was the end of any like because they're almost kind of starting to like maybe be friendly with one another that episode, and it just kind of went away as soon as that happened. Yeah. I feel like the scene here where she asked Serena, 
can Janine see the baby? If the baby's dying, this might be Janine's last chance. And she does say no, right? She does say no at first. She says, oh, don't, don't be ridiculous, you can't. But it doesn't, she doesn't get angry in the same way. And then ultimately, of course, she actually goes she to the parents. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, she asks anyway. She still does it. Uh, so clearly she's starting to see the handmaids as more like human beings. And I think the start of that was probably a couple of episodes ago with the, the dinner party, the brunch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was awkward at the time, but I think it felt like the only time she's really seen them interact in a in in, in their own way. Obviously, like you yeah. know, I always said at the time, she knows they talk between themselves in a you know much more you know unprofessional, shall we say? But she's never witnessed it because obviously when they're around her, it's always the act. It's the script, yeah. It's the blessed be thy fruit. May the force be with you. Yeah, that did make me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. When Janine said that. It did crack me up. Although, it says something given that you, you don't like Star Wars references because there's too many. I don't like Star Wars references, but this one was particularly... Because it, it, this, this show doesn't... I mean, it's referenced things in the past. If it was an alien reference right after this, which is even better. But this one just came out of nowhere. Janine just walks out of the scene like, and she's, she's like, oh, blessed be the morning, happy weather, whatever she said. You know, One of the things they always say. Yeah. And she's like, may the... It's like she forgets what she's going to say. She's like, force be with you. Yeah, why not? That'll do. Yeah. Um... And June gets points for liking aliens. <laughs> so I'm saying. Yeah. I thought, you know, the, the way she was talking about it was really weird. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the, the dialogue felt a little clunky when she was just like, yeah, it, there's this really long pause. She's like, I like the sequel better. And it, I don't know, just the way the way it was delivered, it felt a little bit clunky in the dialogue. Yeah, I don't really noticed, but fair enough. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was just me. So, nah, so obviously Janine's freaking out. Like I think there's a lot of great character work in this episode. There's a lot because I, I think, and again, there's this unification when when we get to the spanking scene, and you know, like next, like I, hey, I, can, I think spanking doesn't do it justice. I think it's more of a flogging. Flogging, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Uh, but he, 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 you know, next, like, hey, the commander wants to see both of you, and it's like, oh no, this is this is them getting any trouble. And, and she tries to shield you. And she's like, no, I'll deal with this. Yeah, she does. She's like, hey, now, like, I, I, I can't. Like, he won't do anything too bad to me. I've got some power here, so I'll take care of this. But the entire point of the scene is the command... Because, obviously, Serena tries to justify everything by saying, but hey, this was for, you know, everything in Gilead's to help with, with childbirth. Yeah. Like, our entire thing is built around improving that. Is that not worth doing this? And obviously, he's pissed that she's saying his name on the, on the order. And he says... Because she's like, is there anything greater, any greater thing that we should be abiding by in the society? And he's like obeying your husband you know it's like and you almost feel like because okay, there's been little hints of it we saw him pull rank last season once or twice like but this is like full on no you disobeyed me i'm going to treat you like a child yeah um and that's what the scene is it is extremely uncomfortable june tries to go and the commander's like no no you're going to stay and watch this mm. right and he's not actually giving her any trouble directly because no no you fo- you followed her orders i i don't even know if it's that i think it's just she's pregnant she gets leeway oh maybe um, I do think there's a great irony here to this that last season he was having June in for secret Scrabble games and that pissed off Serena and now that Serena's done kind of essentially the same thing I mean it was a different thing they were doing but you know have her in the office doing a secret little thing she wasn't supposed to be doing mm. um, and he's like it, it kind of goes with the, 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 the speech that uh, June gives towards the end where she's like oh men are scared women will laugh at them women are scared men will kill them it's kind of yeah. that, like, Serena Joy essentially did a very similar thing, but the mm. the reaction was this much more severe. And we should talk about the narration, because it was back in this episode, right from the start. 
Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird to me. I thought I, I was waiting for a you know a, a moment for the narration to be back, and I I, I get it was okay. You no, know, she's kind of recovered her voice over these weeks, months, however long it's been of her working with this you know semblance of freedom and doing yeah. her own thing. I, I think it's the work. I, I would say it's the work that's kind of got her there. Yeah, no, I get that, but I feel like I was lacking the moment of seeing it. I was kind of expecting a big moment where it came back as well. Because they made such a big moment of it of it going away. Mm. It's not a big deal, I think, in the grand scheme of things, but um, I was expecting a bigger moment of it coming yeah. back. I, uh, I am a little disappointed, though, by it. That said, uh, there's a couple of good uh, zingers in there as well, though. Um, where she's talking about Serena and how she's like, you know, this is, this is I mean... You know, I'm a sinner. I mean, they, they say uh, you know I'm an I'm an adulterer. So I like you know I'm already I've already fallen from grace. But this is new for Serena, and you know I've not asked her, but she looks pretty effing happy about it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like she's 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 getting a modicum of a little bit of more power again, and actually feeling that she can do things. And I think I think the the hypocrisy of the, the world comes round to her asking, "Hey, we have the best doctor for this in the entire like country. She just happens to be a woman." But we should call on her, and he's like, "Nah, I'm sure, our, you know, our professionals uh, can handle it." Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, God's will is that she's, you know, where she is now. Yeah. So, um, if I was a big thing when she gets a stethoscope, when because they they bring her to the the hospital and she suits up and it's kind of awkward and she's kind of, but then she's like, "Oh, yeah, so do this scan, do that, do that," and I'll need to examine the, the child, and he hands her a stethoscope, and there's just this, there's this moment, it's like a passing of a, she's not, it's just, it's just like drum with the pen, she's not held one of these things in years at this point. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really big moment for her, um, and I, even the scene afterwards when she's like, "Nah, there's not really anything that can be done. The baby might be okay eventually, but it's just a case of you know let, letting the baby heal," and. Serena gets angry and like storms off after. So, oh, there's not more you can do. Like you know, you're just giving up. But she's like, there's nothing. Like there's nothing more that can be done. Yeah, uh, so- I, I, I think there's a, a fantastic irony because obviously, when they first hear the news, you know, or they they see the baby van, the baby ambulance. Yeah. Their immediate is you know we get down and pray, and obviously that's what they've been told to do. But I think it's one of the only times where them performing their actions, their duties, feels really genuine. Like they are, you know, they 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 are. No, we, we'll just pray because you know they they feel that they've got no power at this. There's there's nothing that they can do anyway, so they might as well pray, right? Yeah, I I think I think I think at its core, like if a baby's sick, there's no reason why the handmaids would, you know, because because the handmaids aren't part of this. Uh, the babies rather aren't part of the system. They're, no, they're they, they want the babies to be healthy as yeah. well. And I, I think that comes back around when when Serena confronts this doctor at the end, and you know. She says, you know, you, you're, the, you're the best in your field. Isn't there anything you can do? She says, you know, no, this has to run its course. All, all you can do is pray. Yeah. Which comes back really nicely. It's, it's a nice irony because it comes back and it's like, that doesn't feel enough, even though that's yeah. all, the, all they ever say they should be doing <laughs> is praying. Yeah. But, now but again, all... it, this is the one time where them praying feels genuine. Like, they, they are. They, they want this. Oh, yeah. You know, up until, they all yeah. get down. All, all the other praying up until this point is just complete hypocrisy basically yeah 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 um it feels genuine for once and obviously janine said things i thought it was really interesting that even lydia is still calling janine janine yeah i think they're just like now she's broken yeah if if, if I, I don't i don't think she'll actually respond to any other name i i just think that they they're like there's not even any point in trying because 
at, at least they have some se- you know she's still kind of going around she's doing the things she's supposed to be doing at least they've got some semblance of control yeah i, I think that was a uh, it comes back to aunt lydia like even in her own twisted way she does kind of care about them and it's like she, oh, she's, she definitely does, she's yeah. willing to concede this and just you know she'll try and take care of her if that means calling janine that yeah that's what she'll do um and of course the whole thing is like you know they, they convinced the parents to let her see the kid and um eventually it's like and again like because they're in this like high tense situation some of the rules kind of fade away where janine is the first one to take off the mask and her glove and at this point they're like well you know the, the baby if the baby's going to live it's going to live is this this is not about this is not about putting it in a tank and you know yeah. making making sure it's safe um and of course you know i wonder what they take from how this episode ends because this episode ends with you know they wake up in the morning and the the baby's fine the baby's fine being hugged by its natural mother janine who's singing to it mm. you know she's let her hair yeah. down and the baby seems happy i, I think what's really interesting is she hasn't got any of her red robes on either they're just on no. the floor no no one even bats an eyelid no no there's nothing um but you get this feeling the next episode like no go back off to your house with your red robes yeah, yeah, they're, they're quite possibly. They might request to keep her around because obviously, you know, mm. it was it, with the parents. The mother do, yeah. didn't want her to see her. She was like, "No, no, I, you know, this is my baby." The 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 father didn't really give a shit, right? He was just like, <laughs> "Oh, whatever, just let her in. It's not worth the effort." Yeah, he, he's just he's just worried about losing another hand. He's he's just keeping his you know trying to keep to himself. Yeah, exactly. He's like, just 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 do whatever. I'll start and over. So, I, I do wonder if they're like, you know what, if, if this is a good influence for the baby. Because as much as, you know, there is the hypocrisy, the the parents themselves always feel very devoted to the children. Yeah. As in, in, you know, in, as much as it's a, a twisted way, of, you know, that they've got the child, they do feel like, you know, they, they do genuinely love the kids. It's, you know, so I thought, you know, maybe if they go, maybe this is best for her, for the, for the child. Maybe, maybe they, they do bring her back into the house. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe it's like, this is healthy. And obviously, I'd have to imagine that this may even... You know, so, do I always sometimes see the wives getting very jealous of the handmaids? I have to imagine the psychology of this. Like, mm. oh, the child is healthy because the real mother's around. Yeah. Not because of my presence. So. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason that, that she wanted Janine gone in the first place was, no, no, you've done your job. I don't want you interfering. Yeah. I, I don't want you feeling like... I, I don't want to feel like you're taking my place. So you know now this has really got a you know sting. Yeah, uh, you have to imagine unless the fear of losing the child that you know got this close to a disaster, maybe that's kind of like it maybe it outweighs it. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. But it, it was an interesting because um, one of, one of the big things, of course, is when Janine gets worried and June tells her everything. She's like, do you, do you think there's any chance I could see the baby? And June says, yeah, that's not going to happen, Janine. And to be, I mean, I was kind of on June's side here, just in the sense of the statement of being, like, you know how this place don't, works. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. It's more like, yeah, that's how I read it. It was more, yeah, don't get your hopes up because, like, you know, it's not going to happen. But she, when Janine responds with, well, you sound just like one of them. Like, because right before this as well, when they're in the store and Emily... Like you know, obviously Chloe in a much angrier position she's been before. She's very sort of uh, aggressive with her, her stance. You know, she's oh, because at one point they're like, "Hey, sp- you know, be quieter. The, the guards are might hear you." And yeah. like, oh, screw them! Like, um, and she's like, you know, they deserve that bomb. Anyone who's helping Gilead deserves that bomb. And June has that moment where she's sort of reflecting. She's like, if she knew I'd helped with editing some of these documents, would she think I deserve to be killed? 
And then Janine saying this, it's like, you have to wonder, like, does does she worry that she feels a little bit like she has indoctrinated in some way? Like, she has become a part of the system in a very small way. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't necessarily think it's founded that she is, but I understand why she would feel she, like she is. I, I think that really shows through the, the way she talks to the guard. You know, the, 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 it's got about Janine's kind of getting yeah. a bit, uh, you know, over-worried. I mean, rightly so, but you know, but you know, you know, she's overreacting in in her way, and the guards, you know, threatening, and she's just like, "It's fine, I've got her." You know, just it's fine, I'll deal with her. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of backs off. I think that's an interesting mix of two things, actually. I think it's a mix of that. It's a mix of like her kind of being able to work in the system a little bit better than she did before. But I also think it's it's also half of like because I feel like before she would have been too scared to like say that to a guard. And like trying like assert her own dominance, but yeah. instead she's she's a little bit confident enough that she just goes for it anyway because she cares enough about Janine. Like, hey, no, like it's fine. Like she's trying to protect her because you know, she doesn't want the guard get, getting you know aggressive or whatever. Yeah. But I, I thought it was really interesting that the guard kind of went with it. He was like, you know, I mean, he, he kept coming in and out, but ultimately he never did anything. Whenever yeah, she it, said, "No, I've got it." Yeah, you're half expecting him to, you know, to say shut your mouth or something like that when when right, said right. that. Right, and he, every every time Janine flares up again, he steps back in and try and you know makes a move to to do something. But then June, you know, says says something again. It's like no, no, I've got it, and he he, he backs away every time. There's there's not a line in this scene where he just steps in. As I know, I'm just taking control of this. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I wonder if like it be it becomes this thing where June tries to change things from within. Not not so much in a like she'll become part of the system way, but um, you know, sort sort of become a role model handmaid to to you know yeah, achieve no. other things. You know, whatever. I I think that's ultimately the 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 trap of that is probably that's what Serena thought she was doing, right? Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's kind of the point of this episode, is that by the end, you know, when she tries to go back to the commander to kind of apologise, and I actually was kind of putting it just to kind of make this place a bit safer, and not, not like, live in fear. And he doesn't actually forgive her, he just sort of tells her to go to bed. Yeah. Um, not overly aggressively, but just, he's very kind of like, no, no, just go to bed. But it's, a, you know, because she says, can you forgive me? And it's a distinct lack of an answer. Yeah. Uh, and she sort of smiles at first afterwards when he puts on his own music, but she sort of turns into tears. It turns into, and she, she, you've got that you know top-down shot of the heart in the circle, very, yeah. very, very uh, cinematic. That um, actually one of the little subtle filmmaking points I really liked as well is after the the opening scenes where um, they've had their final sort of editing meeting, and she's always oh, coming back tomorrow, so you know things are going back to normal, and. We have this scene of Serena leaving the the office and June arriving in her like bedroom at the same time, and they're kind of mirroring how they're both going back to their own worlds, and yeah. they both equally feel that they're, they're losing something by going back to it. And it was making me think of um, uh, in the war when like all the, all the jobs were taken over by women, and then when the men came back from war, it was like, hey, wait a minute we've realised now that we can do this, so we don't yeah. want to just go back to everything and, the same and again. And of course, that is inevitably you know, what ultimately led to, to part of the women's movement of, of them you know, yeah. having equal jobs. It, it was that, no, we proved that we could do it. Uh, so I think it'd be interesting to see if this has the same sort of reaction to uh, in specifically in, in June and Serena, and if they're like, no, we, we proved we can operate within this system as well. 
I think Serena for sure. I mean, I think June probably. You know, I think it's more specific for Serena because Serena was like just so like going along with everything was part mm. of this world, and I think this was like, hey, I can still do things. I can still make a difference. I can still yeah. be the person I was, um, and I think that'll it'll be that thirst, and it, you know, combined with the lashings, like you know, and the the, the absolute you know the 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 torment of that weighing on her. Like it might, you could, I think I remember way back in the first couple of episodes of the show, we even speculated. It's kind of wildly at the start because we're just kind of speculating where this might go in the future. And I remember saying, "Oh, maybe one day Serena will come round and kind of become an ally to June." And yeah. for a long time, that felt so unlikely. After this it felt, episode, it felt really possible for like the first half a season. Yeah. Until we got to Noah, and they were like, "No, nah, no chance." Yeah, she's she, you know she's awful. She's this, she's that. But we get we get to this, and it's, it's almost like. She did make this huge mistake. She helped build this society, and for her to go through her arc and realize that maybe she was a little bit off the mark, the entire like country had to go down this path. And in many ways, it's the most expensive character arc in the history of character arcs. Yeah, yeah, it is. But but again, like I say, ultimately after this episode, I can see it because they are kind of you know allies for most of this episode. Yeah, no, they are, um, and it's it's maybe. I feel like Serena in the world before became, you know, she wrote this book, The Woman's Place, and she had all these extreme views and, you know, kind of reverting the world back. Although I'm sure when she first wrote about it, it wasn't necessarily as specific as everything we're seeing now. It was just maybe more, you know, we should be mothers, we should be in the home. It's kind of ruining the system. Family first, yeah. yeah. But of course, the irony, which I'm sure is not lost on her, is that to write a book like this, she had to be something of a scholar. She had to be educated. She had to go do these things. She had uh, to be allowed to write. She had to be allowed to write. In fact, there's a moment in this when the commander looks at the document and says, is this your handwriting? When he looks at June, as if yeah. you held a pen? You did yeah. what? Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever... The commander's done a lot of heinous shit, right? I, I think before this, the, the, the worst stuff he's done has maybe been with the, uh, the various kind of like, you know force sex scenes where it's not been outright it's not, it's not been like physical force but it's coercion and you know taking taking her to the jezebels and stuff i, I feel like i, I might hate those were always interesting because it didn't feel like him personally you know he because he was always very detached in those scenes right mm. like you know he had to detach himself from the moment and so i think it was always interesting for me for those where it felt like he didn't really want to be doing it so it was almost like there was a chance of redemption in him in the way it was shot Oh wait! Didn't we? When what? What did he not want to be doing? Uh, no, no, no. In, in the in a lot of the, the the ritualistic sex scenes, it was. Oh it no! Was I'm not so... I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the Jezebels and stuff. Oh, the Jezebels ones. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about that. He killer was into that. <laughs> that was oh his, yeah, yeah. That was his whole thing. Uh, that was probably when I hated him the most before. I may hate him the like this might be the most hate, hated he's ever been for me though. Is in this kind of like, uh, okay, now you're in trouble. You did yeah. like. like I mean, obviously, on face value, it might not be as bad as as, as the sexual stuff, but there's something just more problematic on a sort of wider scale with this. This is like the like the, this this feeling of power that he needs to have and he needs to assert makes him truly hateful. I think um, part of it is with the Jezebels, it was an established location, right? You know, he wasn't the only one doing this. There were lots of them going there, so it it, it didn't make him any better. But it made him equal with with uh, with all the other commanders who were going to visit. Hmm. Whereas 
we have I, I I don't remember ever seeing a commander beat their wife before. That doesn't mean it's not happening though. It doesn't mean it's not happening, of course not. But we're not seeing it, which puts him on a different level at the moment because now we go no no, he if in our, as far as we're concerned right now, he's the one doing this. He's not part of a group. This is this is him, not uh, the society. And I think the I mean as much as Serena's been kind of an awful person for a lot of this show, She's always kind of. <laughs> she's always she's never come across as someone who isn't uh, intelligent or, more importantly, someone who a, she was fundamental in building the society, but she she was instrumental in all these things. And I think seeing her demean down to no, you betrayed you you know you you betrayed my trust, you betrayed your husband, so you'll be treated like a child. Like, even as bad as she's been, it still feels really demeaning to do it this way. It does, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what the, the, the less demeaning way... I mean, I, I guess... I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the whole the whole rule's bullshit to begin with, so I don't, I don't even know how you make this not demeaning, but... I, I don't think you can, I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. I don't know, a week in jail or something? That's the adult way of being punished? I don't... Like... Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You, you'd still go, well, it's not really something that she deserves because the crime is unjust. Of course, yeah, that's what I mean. But it's a more reasonable punishment than, you know, like you say, all right, well, you'd be treated like a child. Because she's never felt like this. this. This was a first for her. She's never felt in this position before. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's ever beaten her before. Yeah. Um, and I think this this, 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 this shock horror, this, this harsh reality of this is the world I helped create. This is what I am in now. And I truly have no real power. I thought I thought I did. I thought I had some sort of residual power, but really I don't. Outside of the power she maybe makes for herself, but in terms of the system, she has no power. Uh, yeah, she uh, thought she at least had you know the power behind the throne. Yeah, um, and this is a social, and that's why I cracked that job Arrested Development joke is because I, I can't help but feel like you know again, like I said, how this is the most the most expensive character arc in history. This is the most expensive. Oh shit! I've made a huge mistake moment in history. It, it is yeah. um, because she's ruined the entire country and ruined the chances for every single person in her gender, and you know a lot of the men too. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Any of the men who do not agree with this system, specifically the gay men and the men of a different religion, perhaps, and you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've seen how the different religions have been have been treated. So. So no, um, <laughs> I think this entire show being summed up is Serena's story of whoops, a daisy. Um, <laughs> is maybe been a little bit uh, blasé about it, but I mean, I'm kind of getting it's that. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's whoops, a daisy. I may have screwed up here. I may have done something. Yeah, it's it's definitely putting it lightly, but it's still technically accurate. Yeah. Um, so it's fascinating, though. It's fascinating that they took a character who was downright spiteful. And you just, you know, you were ready to just like, oh, I just hit her with a bus or something. That's just, you know. Yeah. Because I think in, up until a point, you kind of hated her more than the commander at certain points, depending on what oh, was going on. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, even though, even, I mean, still in those moments, she was still interested to dissect because, okay, why does she feel this way? She's acting out because of this. And we, we often talked about how it's because she's actually repressing the fact that she also feels that she's, you know, she, yeah. she's in the system. Bless you. Pardon me. Um, but so that was fascinating to dissect anyway. But now that she's actually finally starting to like kind of realize that and kind of starting to let herself actually, you know, connect with another woman, it's actually kind of refreshing and it's kind of 
Uh, it's one of the most fascinating things they could be doing, I think. With, it is, with definitely. Um, so, in terms of other stuff in the episode, we haven't talked about Eden and Nick. Which, by the way, uh, she was in the store last week. Um, mm. uh, several comments uh, told us that. Uh, that I was no, correct. No immediate repercussions yet, though. Not yet, but there's something in this episode there might be some repercussions for. Think things be brewing. Things be brewing. Um, of course, but she's in the lineup at the start, and she's, she gives him a present. And I actually kind of liked her scenes with Nick because Nick's clearly trying to, you know, everything's okay. He's trying to just, yeah, it's fine. Because you know, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll uh, you know, spruce the place up. I'll, you know, maybe decorate a little bit. You know, happy home, happy husband. Is like, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah. In fact, my favorite was when she's like. Uh, uh, praise be, he's like, uh-huh. He doesn't even say it back, he's just like, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, my, my mind is, is, you know, what's your favourite colour? And he pauses for a second, and in his head he's going, I'm a grown man, I don't have a favourite colour. Stop <laughs> asking me that shit. He's and like, then he's just like, what, what, what do I say to this? Beige. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, blood red. That's my favourite <laughs> colour. Um... And I actually got really uneasy because when he comes back later in the night and he's being nice, he's like, oh yeah, everything looks good. Because she, she says, um, oh, I'm, I'll make curtains tomorrow. W- w- which colour are these would you like? And he says yellow. And it's a nice little thing. I mean, it's a little bit hollow because you know he's just saying that because that's what she said because it's the easy thing to do. But it's all kind of a nice gesture. It's like, oh, that's the one you like, so I'll say that one. Like, you know. Yeah, it's again, it's kind of giving her a semblance of control and power, right? It's like, well, you like it. Yeah, although it's in a different way than the commander is, though, because I, I don't feel like he actually wants to be controlling. He's just trying to keep the facade of, oh, this yeah. is a happy marriage yeah, going. Um, but as soon as she says, oh, yeah, I, I spruced up your, your your trunk, you know, you can fit a lot more shirts in there, you know, if they're, if they're folded properly. I immediately went, oh, God, what did she find? I was like, what was in the trunk? Yeah. Something was in there. And I should it was in there previously, and I should have thought of the letters, but then you see them on the table, and I'm like, oh, no. And he gets very angry, he gets very stern. Don't touch my stuff. Did you read these? Did you read these? You know what I thought was really interesting about that? Can she read? That's a good question. Actually, She's, she's young enough that she might not have been taught properly in this world. No, I think she can. She's not that young. I mean, let's say we've been in Gilead for five years. She would have still learned basic reading and writing. No, okay, that's true. From, like, you know, ages five to, five to ten, ten or something really, like that, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yes. Yeah, so it it, it crossed yeah. my mind. Is, is all I'm saying. I mean, in, in like another five years, I think that's that's a genuine question. Yeah. Is can some of these younger girls read? Because they won't even be taught to read. Yeah. Unless they're taught to read for well, no. Nah, unless they're taught to read for simple things like you know signs and like buying things and maybe some basics maybe. for that. But I mean, even uh, well, then, what, you know, and and you know, you say, oh, you know, we're, this world's been going on for this amount of time. We know it was a gradual thing, you know, like, okay, no, you can't really do your job now. Was there a point where like, well, you know, we'll take them out of school you know, mm. before things got to the point where they are now. But then, I mean, it would still be a question though, because there's always the chance that her mother taught her because not her mother is. wanted her to know. There is. But again, her mother doesn't seem to have taught her anything to you know fight the system, right? Mm. It very much she's taught her to you know, re, you know, play the party line. Her, her mother doesn't. I, I feel it's, it's the sort of thing where even if they are very law abiding, it's the sort of thing they'll do in secret anyway because you know you'll know how to read. You'll know how to, you know, quite, quite possibly. You know, yeah. you know, you're going to have that that right at the very least. Yeah. I can sort of see that being a thing. Um, but uh, so yeah, trouble, troubles brewing. Yeah, yeah. E- Eden's going to be a problem. I think he he doesn't help himself with the way he reacts, though. 
Oh, he so doesn't know. Yeah, you know, brushed it off a bit, but you're going, don't ever touch my stuff. Yeah, now she's not going to be suspicious. Hmm. But at the same time, though, if she actually was obedient and like, no, I will just worship my husband, then she would just not question it. She will. No, that's true. <laughs> so there's a weird like double standard here of like she, she'll she'll get suspicious and report him, but you know, if she really wanted to just respect her husband and listen to him, she wouldn't do that. No, no. I mean, this is a thing. I don't know how naive she actually is. You know, when she sa- he says, did, mm. did you read them? She says, no, they fell out. I just put them there for you. I don't know if I believe her or not. I, well, I don't know if I believe her either. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I, I might believe that she hasn't even read them. And, just and, went, if, yeah, and the funny thing is, is that obviously I'm joking about how she shouldn't turn them in because she should worship her husband in this society. What the funny thing is, is that she would be completely, obviously in most situations I'd be saying, yeah, if, if your husband was doing something suspicious and hiding things like this, yeah, turn them in. But in this society, we're on next side because the society's the problem and he's like helping yeah, with and, the, and the right side of things. She would presumably be rewarded for turning him in. Uh, you would imagine? I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think it would just be I, I here's another like husband. I feel that's the sort of thing that can get you a higher-ranking husband. A higher-ranking husband, sure, but it should still just be a, the wife that's Oh, yeah, yeah, babies. but I feel like, you know, the, the, you know, the people who she turns them into, the, the government, they would probably see that as a reward. You Okay, here you go. You can have a higher-ranking husband. You get oh, to sure, live in yeah. a nicer house. Like that, that, that's, that is a, a reward to them. No not, more drivers for you. Get, you got a commander. Right, exactly. Or something in between. I don't know what's in between, but there's, 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 there's some, some. some other, other ranks. Yeah. yeah. But hey, yeah, no, so uh, they're definitely worth mentioning, um, and we'll we'll see how Eden plays out. But very suspicious of her now, very concerned. Mm, definitely. Absolutely no good. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really good episode. Uh, I, I think the the June Serena stuff, and how complex they are making that relationship. Yeah. Where it's like, in, in, you know, to the point where we'd written it off. We had, yeah. But it doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is out of nowhere. It feels like, no, no, this makes sense. And, like, June, like, she should hate her. And she probably still kind of does. But now she sees her as a human being. So it's like... And also, it's, it's, it's the idea of, like, maybe June is just kind of being the better person here. It's like, look, I could hold a grudge for things she's done in the past. Or I could try and reach out and maybe build an ally. I could I could make her a better person by proving we can be better. Like I said, I, I don't know if she does hate her anymore. I, do, I don't know if that's quite there. After the after the lashing scene, yeah, I mean, maybe that humanized her to such a point where she is like, she's a victim in here too, kind of. Even if it's kind of her own fault, because she did help build this world. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to, to see a bit more. Yeah. Uh, fascinating. Uh, but that's the thing, though. I assume now at least for a while serena's going to be trying to like suppress any feeling she has on this matter oh she she's going to be playing the party line for this you know it's like nope nope doing exactly what i want i don't want another beating for, for a while until something either inspires her to do something against the commander again or possibly secretly already doing something we just don't know about for a while mm, could be yeah uh, I think more likely the the former, where she'll she'll be playing the part of line until something happens and it's like yeah well, now again, i'm going think, to do something i think we need to see that moment of her deciding again very possibly yeah but you know so. I, I feel like you know if, if she'd been doing it in secret and and we just learn about it i feel like it's something would be lost in not seeing her have that that revelation that moment of choosing well it choosing depends what it is if, if it's something just to defy the commander i'd buy it in secret because i don't necessarily need a motivation for that per se 
But mm. if it's something that's specifically going to help Juno a handmaid or something that helps the cause of, or you know, whatever you want to phrase it, yeah. then that I think needs a moment. But I could see it being something secret, just against the commander out of I don't want to say vengeance, but um, just to try and make herself feel a bit more important. And maybe that spins into something that helps someone else. You know, when when June yeah. finds out, maybe it spins into oh that we can use what you've been doing to help. But you know, and that would be the choice. That would be the the, the moment. Mm, could be. Um, so. You know, uh, lots of possibilities. Really good episode, though, as per usual. Uh, handmade, knocking out the, the character drama. Um, very, very little to complain about. I mean, maybe the the narration just kind of being backs. Maybe the one. That's my biggest complaint. Yeah. I am disappointed that that it wasn't a big moment of return. But it's nice to have it back. There, there was it is, yeah. good, good, good moments in there with that. Um, Jane's stuff was strong. Uh, you know the, the show keeps keeps surprising me what it can do with its characters. So uh, that is Amy's Tale, episode eight of season two. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. Uh, there's a link in the description. There's a bunch of links over there for all the different audio feeds we have, all the different shows we do on YouTube, all that stuff. Have a look. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. I always appreciate it, uh, or we always appreciate it. That was weird. I don't usually say I. Yeah. Yeah. So where's this going? Uh, uh, intentionally leaving me out. Autopilot. Autopilot. I, I, I think in my head I was trying to think of a joke to end this with, but I I, I took too much focus yeah. away from just yeah. saying what I was saying. This is the show that you want to end on the joke. <laughs> I was trying to tie something back into the the Star Wars and the Alien references, but I couldn't think of anything. What do you want from me? <sighs> Better than that. Hey, to be fair, uh, Aliens is the more probably the more feminist of the two films so that, that, that thematically probably ties in a bit more it, it does so they're both a pretty strong form in fact if i don't get a scene now of june coming for hannah and saying get away from her you bitch i'm going to be disappointed Maybe yeah yeah <laughs> I, 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 you know obviously both of them deal with with strong themes of motherhood anyway so both are pretty relatable to the, to this show oh, they absolutely do but I, I think the second one is more specifically about her taking care of a daughter so it is, yeah yeah, there's more there for it, but um, yeah, I don't know if I see June in a mech suit, admittedly, but I won't say no to it. I'm I mean, open. Uh, if if that's where this is going, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'm open to June in a mech suit. That's all I'm saying. It it will be so cathartic having her go through Gilead just blasting rockets at commanders. I want this now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying, to get through this show, much like June, we have to escape into our imaginations and have the power fantasies because, you know, just like me earlier on, in a more serious note, I said I wanted to see them stab stab the commander with a pen in the neck, both of them. I wanted mm. them to stab him. That's how I felt in that scene. I get it. I Whatever get it, it takes to get through it. That's us, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. <laughs> have you got any vanilla?